there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt. Find us on Twitter at DanHarris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, week 16, we dodged a bullet last week. week. It was a 15. rough week for everyone. Week 15. Week 15, we dodged a bullet last yes. week. Oh, this is week. What do you This mean? is week 16. Yes, welcome to the week 16. We dodged a bullet last week. What did I say? You just kind of ran things together. This without is like the, my the eighth comma. podcast of the day already, man. I don't want to hear this. Go ahead. What, you need what, the we comma. dodged a bullet in week We 15. dodged a bullet, comma. Oh. It's week 16. <laughs> but yes, yes, we did no. dodge. I mean, it was one of those things where I got up in the morning and you were like, how do you feel about the picks? And I said, I hate them. Yes. And it was just a gut feeling that it was going to be a really bad weekend for a lot of people. Yep. And it was a bloodbath in a lot of ways. I mean, oh, it was man. just horrific for so many teams and so many people. I mean, for me in the Westgate and for me in, in the Circa contest that I'm in and the other, I got eviscerated. Oh, four and one in the Westgate. I oh, man. Got, I got annihilated in the Westgate. It was just one of those weeks where everything kind of screwy happened. And it just, my goodness gracious, I am glad we did not take this week and we used our last lifeline well. So in, it's interesting. We would have gone two and three. I looked back at what we had. So, it, I mean, it would have knocked us out of any sort of consideration, yeah. but that would have pro- that would have been the best that you would have done in any of your contests because we would have lost on the Pats, getting two yep. and a half from the Dolphins, the Vikings laying three and a half to the Bears. <sighs> and the Rams slightly didn't cover the laying 16 and a half to the Jets. We How do hit you on feel the- about that, by the way, you being a Jets fan? Um, I think that it, it surprises me that every year they find a new way to make you hate being a Jets fan. And this was one of the worst. I, I mean, I'm literally like, not only that, and again, you know, obviously I'm a fantasy guy, but in a very important fantasy matchup, I had the Rams defense, which is oh. something where you're like, this is guaranteed, we're going to go. It was terrible. All right. It's terrible. That is what they do. And again, at the beginning of the season, when I realized that they were an historically terrible team, I was like, they'll still find a way to go four and 12 and get like the sixth pick and nobody will care because that's what they do. But then I really bought in. I yeah. really bought into the 0-16. How are they going to win a game, especially against the Rams? So, yeah, I feel terrible about it. But we'll talk about it, Matt. And you mentioned it on the Daily Juice about what we're going to see this weekend from the Jaguars. We'll talk the about Doug, that. It's the Doug Marone v- revenge game. That's what I'm saying, but let, let's hope. Let's hope <laughs> yeah. that we get there. Um, we would have hit on the Browns laying four and a half to the Giants. And the Cowboys, kudos to you, by the way, because I did not love that game whatsoever. The Cowboys laying three and a half to the 49ers. So we would have gone two and three, but to the extent we're still in contention, which we are, I'll get to in a second, we would have lost that one. So we not a good week for anybody though. And the thing about the contest, Matt, so we are 36 and 29. That's 55.4%. That's that's good. And I think we're in like 150th place out of Whoa. 700 whatever people. So that's pretty good. Now, if we went five and zero oh this week, it would be 58.6%. That is right on the border right now of cashing. I'm not 100% positive it would make it. It would really depend on how the people in front of us did, but that might actually cash, which is pretty huge in this uh, tournament, which is a $1,500 buy-in. So people aren't going in being like, all right, whatever. I'm just, you know, they they know what they're doing in this one. So we got a shot, but we pretty much have to go 5-0. Now the lines just came out for the tournament. I checked last night. They weren't out. I just sent them to you. So I'd kind of looked at the lines based on where the consensus was in the market without knowing these. So my feelings on some of them might change a little bit, but we'll have to see. So, Matt, early just impressions. How do you feel about the lines, generally speaking? Well, let week? me ask you this question as we head into this. Yeah. Do you believe in game theory, or are we picking games based upon who wins as if we were betting money? This is a fantastic question, Matt. A fantastic question because I thought about this a lot. Are we trying to be contrarian in this to try to win money? 
for me, Matt, I really think that the bottom line is we need to go five and zero. So if there is a something where it's like we've got two games that we feel equally pretty good about, one of them is probably one that's going to be a little bit contrarian. I will opt for that one, but yeah. I'm not looking to be like, well, let's go with this because they'll never see this one coming. Like I, we got to make our best picks. We got to go five and zero. So whichever way it comes out is fine. What about you? What do you think you would do? I think being contrarian as much as possible is important Yes, here. And because it is our last week and because we have a shot at it, I, I, I do think we need to be a little bit on the game theory side versus the pick theory side okay. just because it could lead us. If we go 5-0 and oh, and, I mean, we can hold serve and there's nothing wrong with holding serve. Yeah. But we're not trying to hold serve right now. We're outside the money at 150. Right. So we're trying to get in. So let's be a little bit more on the aggressive side when it comes to fading uh, you know, where what we think may actually happen here, because I think it could lead us to, you know, if we do go five and oh, we could find ourselves right in a good spot. So the biggest thing that I will say, uh, well, there are two things, really. Number one, it's Wednesday. OK, we usually record this on Thursday. We have a right. little bit more information. We have a little bit more time to digest. So this is an important week for us, of course. So, Matt, as you always do, you talk to people who are in the know. You get convinced one way or another. So yep. you follow up. So this week, more than any other week. Uh, it's going to be our like proposed picks, but we definitely may change off them. But number two, of course, as much as people who listen to this podcast and we love them all, I'm sure are very interested in how we are pursuing the DraftKings championship. Of course, they also want betting advice, like regardless for them. Yeah. So we will, of course, not just be like, well, this might be the play, but we're going contrarian to go here. Like we'll make it clear which way our leans are. So, all right, Matt, you've got the lines now, and again, you can look at wherever you had it. There are certain things where the DraftKings lines, there are some that are better than the consensus, some that are worse. So what do you think? You can start us off. What's your number one play this week? Now, let me just say, I we've just now had a chance to go through it. Mm-hmm. So like my order of favorite plays are sure. probably going to change here. Yep. We've got games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so this is a little bit of a weird week. Yep. Do we know the rules on the DraftKings? If we play Friday, can we play Saturday and Sunday without having to give them all in? Yes. So the Friday rules and Saturday rules apply like it's a Thursday game. Correct. Okay, so I like that. So we actually can kind of go you know, day by day. So just so you know, Matt, here are the rules, okay? When you make a pick, you have to, you have to put in all five of your picks to enter any pick, but you can edit your picks up until Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Perfect. So okay. you make all your picks. You want a Saturday game. You put them in now. If you change your mind before the Saturday game, you just change it, like before the kickoff. So okay. we can do whatever we want. I love that. That's great. Um, in, in terms of right now, where yes. I sit, okay, I personally think the L.A. Rams catching one and a half points yep. in the bounce back of bounce back spots I got a. I, I got them catching points in a game that they have to win against Seattle, and I don't think Seattle's all that good, in particular defensively. You could say that the Rams were looking ahead to this game because this is for the division. This is a divisional game. They mm-hmm. had the lead by a game, so I guess they had a game in hand. They could technically lose it and still win the division if they beat Seattle. They yep. have to win this game. I think the Rams win the game outright. Yeah, I'm... I'm- I'll put it in pencil for now, but I'm almost sure that's going to be one of our picks because I have it as well. I I have a little trepidation with it, Matt, just because I don't. Jared Goff? Well, it's Jared Goff. (laughs) This is exactly correct, right? Like, didn't we kind of think, like, we got to be past this type of effort that we saw from the Jets? But if you can go 
that route and lose that game, I don't care about how much of a letdown spot, how much you're looking past it, whatever. That was one of the worst played yeah. games I have ever seen in my life. The Jets didn't play well in that, whatever. That was the Rams, man. It was really remarkable to see that. So it's a little worrisome at the same time. If we're thinking about this game, it's the best thing that could happen to the Rams because yeah. you know this, right? This is a, and I, I also, I, what do you think this is going to, do you think the public's going to come in on the Seahawks here? Do you think they're going to see what happened last week and be a very public play for the Seahawks? In this I one? Think, think there's a good chance of it. I think mm-hmm. you'll see some public sharper, smarter people maybe come back on the Rams, yep. but I do think you're going to see this line climb at least approaching kickoff with public people coming in saying Seattle's the best team in the division. The, the, you know, here comes DK Metcalf. Yep. I, I just I watched Aaron Donald leave the field and how mad he was oh, when God, he left yeah. the field. I was like, oh, I am feeling bad for yeah. Russ next week because that guy's going to be on a mission. And the thing week. is, they're not playing that well, the Seahawks right now. They haven't no. played well in a long time. You know, Russ is, yeah. is not, you know, playing as well. He's getting his butt kicked a little bit. He's holding the ball a little bit too long. And yeah, DK Metcalf always has the chance to make giant plays. But Tyler Lockett hasn't been involved really at all. The Rams are going to be so pissed after this game. Now, Cam Akers is out. That does yep. hurt because Akers Definitely. is an upgrade over Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. I just don't think it's enough. So divisional game, you know, it, it's one and a half points, uh, but I do like it. I think the Rams are going to win this game out loud. I, I have sprinkled some on the money line already, so I do think that they're going to get it. So, yep, I'm good with it. Let's put it there. All right, Matt, we're going to get ugly this week. Uh, and I mentioned it a little bit before, but I realized that the Bears are, you know, in the hunt and playing well. <sighs> And the Jaguars are terrible, and they may be down James Robinson right now. But I think that Garter Minshew is going to be able to keep this game at roughly a touchdown or closer. And this just strikes me as a way to fade the Bears. And again, you mentioned on the juice, which I loved. It was maybe my favorite moment on the Daily Juice, <laughs> where you aptly pointed out Doug Marone don't care. Okay? No. He's gone. He's not coaching this team next year. Does he really, is he like, man, we got a tank? So we can get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, think about Adam Gase. Adam Gase isn't tanking. Adam Gase isn't here next year. They don't care. He's not going to tank. The team plays hard. They don't have the horses, but they play hard. Gardner Minshew, again, I mean, Baltimore was completely out of their league. I don't think the Bears necessarily are. I think, you know, that the defense is good, but it's mainly the run defense. I think Minshew will be able to move the ball, passing it, and keep it close enough where it'll be within a touchdown at seven and a half at home. It's ugly. But I actually like the Jaguars here. I think they move. They might win the game outright. Yes, I kind of think that too. I kind they can win of the, think the, that the, too. This is what I, I really, after listening to the clip of Doug Marone when he was asked about tanking after the game, saying, you know, the Jets, they've lost here. You know, what is your philosophy? What do you do over the last two games? And he was angry when yeah. he answered it. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a, well, you know, uh, we're going to go out there and do our best. And we, you know, he was like, we're not tanking. What are you yep. talking about? We're not losing. We're not doing that. And I went, oh, my gosh, this guy knows he's fired. And Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville guarantees he's fired. And <laughs> there's no way they let that guy go anywhere near Trevor Lawrence. So why in the world would he want to lose? Why would he want to tank for a kid, a quarterback he'll never coach? Right. And He's angry. He's losing his job. It's human nature, right? You know you're fired. You're a dead man walking. What's the best way <laughs> to just stick it to your employer? Yep. Win. Yep. I, I think they could win the game outright. I, 
I'm not going to lie. I also have just a tiny bit, a tiny bit. It's like plus 300 or whatever for the Jags on the money line because I do think that there's a chance they can win. But again, realistically, the Jaguars, they've covered several times where you've been like, what are you talking about? Like they managed to keep a game close. And again, as many points as the Bears have put up lately, as as much as, you know, Dave Montgomery is really playing well and Mitchell Trubisky is, is, you know, passable at this moment. I just think that you're going to see Gardner Minshew be able to put up some points enough to keep close with them. And again, talk about tanking, Matt. Like, I realistically think no team actually says we we are like if you're out on the football field, for the most part, you're I I don't think teams go out there and like, I'm just going to kind of ole this guy. Not you see teams maybe being like, I'm not going to put my health at risk by tackling this guy or maybe not like that. But they try you play to win the game and especially a coach who is coaching like no coach wants to be like, I'm tanking on purpose to do this. So they're going to play to win. So yeah, I like it over touchdown. I wanted to see what the spread was in the DraftKings contest because it was seven and a half. Generally speaking, let's see in the contest. It's also seven and a half. So if you're good with it, I'm good with it. All right. So we got favor. We go dog with the Rams dog with the Jags. I got one more dog dog. I want to talk about. Okay. And I think this is, you want to talk ugly. All right. This is ugly. Oh, Okay, it's not what I'm thinking. I've got I've got a dog that I'm I'm hope I was hoping that you'd get to, but it's not going to well, be this no, one. This, Go is, ahead. this is ugly because I'm going to ride a backup quarterback to do something here, and I'm going to take Vegas at plus three and a half against the against the Dolphins. Interesting. The Patriots should have won that game. All right, it was right there. Yeah. There were so many chances for them, and just Cam Newton can't do anything. Okay, yeah. he just can't throw. He can't run. I don't think that Dolphins defense is playing very well, and I know that Dolphins offense is not playing very well. I think the Raiders, they're healthy. They've got to win the game to stay in the playoff chase. This is it. They lose the game, they're done. Their entire season's on the line. I think jobs are on the line. I think coaches' jobs are on the line. We've already seen the D.C. get fired in Vegas. I think you could see more coaches getting fired because Gruden's going to get really angry, and he likes Mariota. He thinks Marcus Mariota is something. That's why he gave him a two-year, $17 million contract to play quarterback for this spot. Mariota's playing for a job. He could wind up, look what Cam. Cam got a starting job. Why couldn't Marcus Mariota get a starting job next year? I think at plus three and a half, I'm getting more than a field goal. That hook matters to me. I don't think that Dolphins offense is that great. I know the defense for the the Raiders gets no pressure. I understand that. But I think that this is a game where the offense can put points up. I'll take the three and a half and the Raiders. So, all right. So, a couple. I told you it was ugly. <laughs> uh, it is ugly. Oh, it's yep. ugly. There are a couple. I have a couple questions. First of all, I, I've been assuming, based on the injury, it sounded pretty bad that Carr is out, but he he's splitting reps here in practice with Mario. There's that, no way this okay. dude's playing. Right. After t- I, just, I mean, he I could play, not. I guess, but like I I no. am banking on a backup quarterback. He tore his groin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was not it was not pretty. I mean, yes. I guess as a quarterback, you don't have to run you can kind of stand back there if you could move around a little bit right but given how fluid Mariota was and yes he threw behind his receivers like crazy but he did have that drop in the bucket throw to Waller which was pretty nice for a touchdown so he played very well he played very well in that game overall like completely yeah coming off the bench cold he definitely played well yes yeah so I so it's interesting when I originally did my notes on it I didn't really think about this game because it was three three and a half makes it far more enticing when I'm looking at it. And again, the, what I like about this is that you, I mean, the split on the public in this, the public's going to be all over the dolphins in this one, right? Cause the Raiders, you know, they, they looked, you know, well, they look competent on national TV, but they got the backup quarterback. Everybody's starting to love the dolphins at this point. 
I worry a little bit about what we're going to... I mean, I get that the Raiders have to win. I just don't know whether or not the Raiders have the horses to win this game. I mean, Jacobs is banged up. It's really Waller. Like, yep. it, it's really Waller at this point. The Dolphins defense... But Aguilar legitimate. was open, though. Mariota missed Aguilar. He's always not. open, and I, they I, always I had, miss a, I had him. him on the prop bet. I need nine more yards. I know. Turns to be four, actually, it turns to be five more yards for Aguilar. But he was open. He was open yeah. a lot, and Mariota just missed him. Yeah. So if he can get on the same page as him, it's not just Waller. I mean, I know you. I I think Ruggs is going to be a really interesting case. Is as Ruggs to back, what, by the way, from the COVID nineteen list? Because he was on it. I don't know. It was I'm not contact sure. tracing, right? He he didn't have COVID, right? He was. I don't was, think so, right? Has he been activated though yet? I haven't seen okay. it, but it just he hasn't been the weapon that we thought he was going to be in this right. offense. No, it's all Waller and it's all. Jacobs yeah. and the offensive line has gotten healthier and, and has been playing better. They're still not without, I mean, the, the lost incognito for the year and whatnot. Yeah. But I, I just think this is like, this is the season. This is everything. And to lose by a field goal. Yeah, I can see that lose by three, but that hook matters to me about the three and a half in the contest. Okay. Well, I'm going to put on the maybe list because I don't, I'm not, I'm not in love with it. I worry a little bit about the Raiders. And again, I, I also, of course the, it's the Raiders <laughs> and the health of the dolphins matters to me as well. Is Gaskin coming back or any pat is any pass catcher coming back for dolphins is Devontae right. Parker or Mike Kosicki or Jakeem Grant or anybody who's out there coming back. So I'll put it on the maybe list because I do like the hook. Oh, at yeah. three, I had kind of discounted either side because I didn't like it on either side. Three and a half feel a little bit different. Now, the dog that I thought you might be going with, Matt, that I kind of like this week are the Falcons getting 10 and a half from the Chiefs in KC. Now, the Chiefs are going to win this game without question. But the Falcons are not a terrible nope. football team. I mean, even without Julio Jones, you know, Raheem Morris is a good coach. He has them coached up. The defense is playing okay. They were way ahead in that Bucks game, but they falconed it as they always do. So the Chiefs, as we know, they're a great team, but they are not interested in winning by 25 points, right? Like they're just not. They let teams sort of hang around. You're getting more than 10 in this game. It strikes me as this is, you know, a seven point win, maybe a 10 point win. I don't think I see it as like a 20 point win in this game or something like that. So Getting double digits, more than ten in this game, I kind of like the Falcons. What do you? I mean, it's in it's an Arrowhead, so yeah. It's, you know, is that, Julio that, playing? What is that? It's Julio playing. I I'm gonna assume that Julio's not playing. He might. He's trying desperately to play. My guess is he's gonna play Week 17, not this game. If he but played he play this week, yeah. If he played, I would feel a little bit better. But Ridley had a monster game. And, yeah, and, and Gage look, played well as well. Yeah, Gage played very well. And 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 look, Matt Ryan's playing well. He's he. I mean, there's a big. You know, there's all that talk about Matt Ryan potentially going to San Francisco and going back with Kyle Shanahan. And and, and that's been you know. So he's he wants to put up numbers and he wants to prove he can still be a starting quarterback in the NFL. So there's a lot to play for here. Oh five and one. Depending on the number that you got, if you got two and a half late, you covered that game with the Saints. But if you got it at three, which was pretty much where it was forever, right? You know they're oh five and one over the last six games against the spread, and they've been backdoored for four consecutive weeks. Yeah, it's really weird. And so they go up and they just stop. And I've been telling people who you know I got friends of mine who are Chief fans, and I'm like, you guys better stop doing that because at yeah. some point in the playoffs. You're going to get burned. If you're right. not playing fourth quarter games, you're not playing all four quarters, you're going to get yourself into a fourth quarter game. And it's going to be like the Titans game last year, but in reverse, yeah. where you're going to be up big and then you're going to lose because you're just not going to be able to hold on to a lead. So yep. I don't hate it. Ten and a half is a big number. It's a and, big and, number. And, and I think it will come down by the time kickoff happens. 
I think you'll see professionals come in and take the points. I'm I'm okay with going heavy on dogs this weekend. Right, I, I, I really am. In week sixteen and seventeen, I'm comfortable. Even road, you know, double digit road favorite road dogs. I'm comfortable. If I'm getting points, I feel good. So I'd be comfortable at ten and a half. Yeah. So the the thing, you know, to the extent I want to make the case against it, which worries me a little bit, is that the Chiefs have a very strong pass defense. Their run defense is a little susceptible and the Falcons can't run the ball. They just no. can't. They're just passing. And, you know, that that's where the strength is. But again, this is just what it is. Ten and a half, man. They they don't cover the line. They just don't. Yeah. They, they're not interested in it. They don't care. And again, you get, you know, you're telling me, you know, what, 30 to 20, you know, you're you're fine with the Falcons. You're, you're good there. So I kind of like it. I, I'd like it a lot more if the Falcons were home, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. We'll put it on the maybe list. What else you got? So I've got favorites here. Yep. And so those are my three. So really, we have five picks, five dogs right now. Uh, so if we went, what's our fifth one? What did I so miss? I, Raiders, the, Jags, Rams. Oh, and, and, and so if we, we have four now. Okay, four. Right. Sorry. Four. Yeah, and the Falcons. Yeah. So. But by the way, I also, my only remaining picks where I have actual, like, leans for them are all favorites as well. Just so you know. Okay. So I... I want to go back to the well against your Jets. Yes. And I feel like go ahead. there's okay, so I just think nine and a half below ten for Cleveland. This is where actually Cleveland gets to get all their fans in, yep. into a lather for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they'll blow the Jets out by thirty. And the Jets yep. will just, you know, they played their Super Bowl, if you will. They yep. won their one game. And to turn around and fade them the next week against a team that's gonna run the ball down their throats and just win the game twenty to three and walk away. Yep. I can lay the nine and a half with Cleveland. Yep. This was definitely on my list. And I, what's funny, Matt, is I was like, I think this one's going to be a winner with Matt. So I'm not going to waste it yet. I'm going <laughs> to hold it for now, just in case it gets to the point where like, oh man, I'm going to be like, boom. The yeah. one, like, if you want a worry about it, because I, I realistically, I had in my notes, it was nine and a half in the consensus lines. I had in my notes, if it gets to 10, I really hope it doesn't get to 10 in the contest. If it stays yeah. at nine and a half, which it did, I felt good about it. Because again, Kudos to the Browns, who are absolutely legitimate. They are playing great. Baker is playing great. You know, Richard Higgins is playing great. The run game is good. The defense is solid. You know, they're getting healthier there. The Jets, absolutely. They played a very a good game against a, a good team. But again, for me, that game was more about the Rams. You want something to basically be like, oh, man, maybe they don't completely destroy the Jets is the fact that they could be looking ahead, right, to Week 17 against the Steelers, which but right they now... they can't because they have to win the game to keep awesome. pace. It's true, but it could be something where they, you know, you go in and you say, well, we're going to win this game. We know that. Like, what, you know, focus on Pittsburgh. Like, we'll beat yeah, the Jets. Br- oh, my so, gosh. Such, the so Browns start doing that. That's right. danger. I'm with I, you. I agree. It's, it's the I, Browns. That's, but that's we'll... what happens. I'm sure yeah. the Rams probably <laughs> did that a little bit, right? The yeah. Rams probably looked ahead to the Seahawks a little bit and came out against the Jets. We're going to destroy the Jets. Who cares? doesn't matter, though, Matt. I, I'm completely with you. The Jets, no. They've won the game. They're not going to win another one. And Cleveland is too good anyway. Cleveland yeah. is a, just a much, much better team. And I, I have faith if you're getting it under 10. Yeah, it was one of my favorite picks on the week. I just didn't lead with it because I figured that it would be a safe pick that I could have later on. So absolutely, that one's in. Forget it. Okay. We don't even need to debate it. So, okay. uh, all right. And but that's the game theory, by the way. You think that the Jets are going to be the, no. the well, side I, I of think the contest? Everyone's going to be on the Browns. 
Oh, everyone is going to be on the Browns. Yes. Okay. I think I think one of the most popular picks is going to be the Browns over the okay. Jets. All right. So that's just if I'm with you on the play, but if we're playing game theory, okay. the idea is either do we want to run with the masses or yep. do we want to be contrarian? I'm not saying we take the Jets. I'm just saying we no. look for games that people aren't going to play because you know everyone's going to be on the Browns. It's just going to be there. I mean, you know, it's, it, be- it's very interesting, though, Matt. There are a couple of things. Okay, let's talk about a couple of things. Number one. Game theory works both ways, right? Like other people can also be having the game theory discussion that True. you and I are having, right? True. And they could be like, let's get smart and stuff like that. And so it could definitely <laughs> be. But I do think that all year long, Matt, people who have models and people who sort of look at to find the value in the lines have consistently said, I feel like there's value in the Jets lines, but I True. can't take the Jets. I can't take the Jets because even though my model says that the spread should be three points closer, I can't take the Jets on this. But maybe now you feel a little more comfortable taking the Jets because they showed up. The other thing, by the way, is Quinn Williams, like their best pass rusher, he's out. He's just been placed on IR right. as of 20 minutes ago. So okay. he's out for this game. They they can't win, man. Like No, I'm with you. Here, The one thing that I, I'm curious about, because of the way the DraftKings does it, so we're talking about percentage, not wins. Correct. Now, it's going to be the same thing, though, because everybody's going to have the same number of picks at this point. Right now, the percentage matters a little more because not everybody has picked the same number of games. So, I see right. Okay. So some people have already have already used, picked all their games and they have to take the bye week in this for one. 16 and 17. So they're done. Okay. Exactly. So that's why it's percentage at this point, as opposed to win. So in the end, it's going to be wins. And my guess is, so we are, I believe I said we were 36 and 29 or whatever it was. And right. so at best, we would get 41 out of 60, which would be 58.6%. And right now, that, I believe, is cash. So I, I don't know whether or not that's where it's going to be, or, or that might be one game short or something, 41 out of 60. But that's going to be right on the borderline of what we need to be doing. So it's cool. As, it's a percent, but it's really picks at that point. Okay. So yeah. so it's still game theory. I mean, I, I think... Although you could be, by the way, if, it's, if there's a push on a game, Obviously, right? So that it, although every line is a half point, like there's no pushing this week. Yeah, I'm fairness. guessing Avello, Johnny Avello and company made sure of that. So I think so, right? So you wouldn't have to, you, right. you, you're either going to go 5 and 0 or 0 and 5. There's no, <laughs> right, right. you know, there's, there's no 3 1 and 1 going on here. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's trying to make sure you're either winning or losing in week 16. I, I mean, I, I think, you know, the more that I think about it, the more that I realize, like, if we have to go five and zero, we kind of just have to pick five games we where we that's, feel the best. That's about. where I'm at, Matt. Like, yeah, if there, if I, I'm with a, you on that now. If there's I a mean, tiebreaker, if there's a tiebreaker, right? If we're like, we like these four games, we've got these two other games that we feel kind of equally strong about, and one is kind of more of the game theory contrarian play. I'm fine to do that, but for the most part, I'm not like you and I like the Browns at nine and a half, right? I, I don't really want to get off it because I think it's going to be like a play. Like we got to go five and zero, oh, one yeah. point by hook or by crook. Yeah. So, however so we it's need it. Be. So yeah. All right. All right. I, I like it. All right. So that was yours. So let me get yep. to mine. I got, I've got how many more? I really only have one or two more, I guess, baby. Uh, this one's a, what worries me about this one though, Matt, is it's an incredibly public play. Like the public is probably going to be all over this because they have seen the Steelers look like hot garbage for three weeks now. They just got absolutely embarrassed on national TV. It's a spot where ordinarily I would buy the Steelers. And I would say, this is Tomlin's spot, right? I mean, this is the rah-rah. Nobody believes in us, whatever. I just don't think they got the horses at this point. And I think Indianapolis, maybe not 
a dominant team, you know, maybe not quite as strong as I thought, but their defense when healthy is absolutely legitimate. They're, the Steelers have no running game whatsoever. Everybody knows that Ben is, whether he's actually hurt or whatever, can't push the ball downfield. So they are just crowding the line saying, you want to get a seven-yard completion? We are not, like, I'm not I'm not backing off as a corner. I'm not backing off anymore. I'm not worried about being beat deep because I know you got to get the ball out in 1.5 seconds. Indianapolis is a legit team. They need to keep winning here. They've got a shot at the division, especially with the Titans playing the Packers. So lay under a field goal. I think they win the game. I'd be willing to go with Indianapolis two and a half. It's just such a public play, which is why I have trepidation about it. What do you think? It has a big black line through it. Oh, no way. Because it's so public or what? Just you can't touch the game. Okay. You just can't. There's a a bunch of reasons why. One, I think James Conner's playing. Okay. So I think we're going to have a running game resurgence here. Okay, with- I want to make it clear. I think their running game is worse with James Conner than with Ooh. Benny Snell. That's okay. where I am legitimately on James Conner at this point. Not that it matters, but go. Ahead. that's how okay. I, I don't, James Conner is irrelevant to me, but go ahead. Okay, so I think Conner going back to big. Mm-hmm. I think you have the, you mentioned the Tomlin spot. I mean, this is it. This I mean, is they it. can, if they win this game, they win the division and week yeah. 17 doesn't matter. Yeah. They have a playoff home game. I think you're going to get every trick. I think yep. you're you're going to get everything possible, and you're going. I'm banking on Philip Rivers in a Week 16 spot yeah. in a Super Bowl spot. I can't do it. I think you're right. I think the right side's the Colts, but yeah. I don't think we can risk it. Knowing how much we need five picks, we can't risk being wrong and the Steelers getting right in winning a football game and you know winning it outright. Yeah, and then we're we're laying two and a half points here. If you were to take the Steelers, I would go eh, all right, maybe, no. but it would feel you'd feel ner- I feel nervous about it. But I think there's a legitimate chance that they save their season in, in this spot. I think big. I think Ben's arm. I think his elbow is screwed up. Yeah. And I think there's no velocity. Two weeks ago against Buffalo was the first time I started asking people in Vegas, like, what is up with the arm? Yep. And everybody said, there's nothing there. It's There's just no punch. However, even with that said, I think they know they're not going anywhere. They're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're not a good football team. I can't see them going 11 and 0 and 0 and 5. I just can't see it. Yeah, they they, got to beat somebody. And this is the game they got to have. Yeah, I I think all of that is right. And again, I like everything when you look at sort of like eh, trends or what's the narrative, everything it's Steelers, right? This is the spot for the Steelers. But again, this is something where I now cannot back the Steelers like under any circumstances right now. But I'm fine. Again, it's a game that I'm uncomfortable with. I think you're on the right side. I I, I, I I think the Colts Colts are the right side. I think it's 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 the right bet. It's the right pick. It's just in this yeah. spot for us. Yeah. That's like, fine. If we're wrong, it's like, oh yeah. man, did we just lose money because we went against Tom yeah. in a spot that and we knew. backed Philip Rivers? And it's just, you know, I I completely agree. It's it's just one that I'm like, ah, uh, this feels like the right side, but I still feel uncomfortable with it. Yeah. But again, I you're right at this point because of the steel God the Steelers. Could you imagine going in having to beat the uh, Browns next week? In Cleveland, yep. To for that division, like that, no, terrible. They 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 can't want to do that at this point on a four game losing streak. So yeah, I know it. Just man, that team with all the defensive injuries with Ben, God, uh, there's no way I'm taking the Steelers. I would say that. Like, there, if you yeah. came and said Steelers, I would say absolutely not. But I'm fine. No, it. I I think this, this yep. is no play. This is my okay. biggest no That's play fine. game of the week. I just, I, I just don't think you can touch it. All right, um, anybody else? 
Yeah, there's just one more play that I okay. think it's a big number, so I understand if you don't want to touch it, yeah. but I think the Giants' offense is done, and I think the Ravens are getting into form here, and I think they're going to destroy New York. I think it's the, the line's big. It's 10.5, but yep. I think it's going to be a complete and total destroy. I think the Ravens are going to kill the Giants. I don't I like care. The, I, 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 don't, I don't hate it. Okay. So keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. No, it is, I just think Baltimore 10.5. I, I, I think there's quarterback questions. I don't care if it's McCoy or it's Jones. It doesn't matter. I think the defense has been figured out. And mm-hmm. I, I think the Ravens are starting to kind of do what good teams do in December. And, okay, we had our hiccup. We had our kind of our, our COVID problems and our yep. issues. And we played in weird times and weird days. And everything got thrown off. Uh, but I think Lamar Jackson's starting to come into shape here. And I think these next two weeks are going to be the chance for the Ravens to kind of say, yeah, you know, we're still in the conversation here for potentially going to the Super Bowl. You guys oh, yeah. have slept on us long enough, but here's what we just did to the Giants. Yeah, I really don't hate this at all. Um, it was on my list, but it was sort of like, ah, it's just a weird number. You know, yep. like it's a big number as as we were talking about. But I don't really hate it because, A, I do think that the Ravens have kind of been like, OK, what are, what are we doing? Like, what what were we doing? coming right. into this year, like felt like we got too fancy almost a little bit, right? Like we, we didn't just want to do exactly what we know we can do. Now they are, they're playing well. They need to keep winning. They need to basically win out. They've had the soft schedule here with Jacksonville and then the Giants, and then they've got Cincinnati. So I, and again, the, what I love about Harbaugh is if he's going to win a game, he doesn't care about it. Like he'll, he'll, you know, he's like the anti chiefs this year, right? He will, yeah. he will put his foot on the neck and just say, you're done. And I'm, I'm putting up as many points as possible. So yeah, I don't hate it. I'll put it on. Let's put it on the maybe list, but it's okay. at the head of the maybe list for me, for sure. Okay. Very good. How about, so this is interesting, Matt, and it's your team. So I want to ask you about it at seven. I, I was like, maybe the bills, because I think the I think the Bills at this point, Matt, are we done fading the Bills at this point? They look they look amazing. Like they look really, really incredible, especially yeah, offensively. I'll give you that. Yeah. The, no the, Gilmore. The, it's seven and a half. I don't uh, you know, when it's seven and a half, I don't love well, that. But. Yeah, the thing that bothers me is that Belichick tends to take these games really personally now. And he doesn't he he plays long term. Like some coaches are like, I need to win right now. He doesn't care about about that. But the fact that he held his press conference this morning, he wouldn't declare a starter. Yeah. And is maybe going to run out Stidham and maybe it is Stidham playing and Cam not playing. I I think they're a better team with Jared Stidham at the quarterback spot. So I don't know. I I mean, I'm concerned that Belichick wants to go eight and eight. And he wants to have a have a you know a 500 record in the middle of COVID, and then you know let history play it out versus seven and nine, and Brady winds up going you know ten and six or whatever. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it scares me. The hook matters. I couldn't back the Patriots, but I think the Bills are going to win the game. But I could easily see my favorite quarterback, Josh Allen, have a rough day. Yeah, I I. It, <laughs> I realistically think that the Bills are going to destroy the Pats. And the they want to. Re- They're going I, in I, there. Yep, I'm not, not going to. Here's the thing. I mean, I'll put it on the maybe list, Matt. But unless you talk to your people and they're like, this line should be 12 or whatever, uh, I'm not going to put it in because I'm not going to have us back the Bills <laughs> against the Patriots in our contest 
for because I know you're fading yeah. the Bills. You know, my, well, my, it's not. It's it's just it's over seven, and it's a spot where the Patriots don't need to worry. If they can do whatever they want. I mean, they can throw every trick defense, every trick play. I mean, they can. You know, there's nothing on the line for the Patriots. It's yeah. just go out there and beat the Bills because you don't want to lose two games to Buffalo, and you know you've already lost the division to them. Yeah. So you know there's anger in that building already when it comes to Buffalo. Yeah. So if you win and you go one and one, at least you beat them. At least the team that won the division, you beat them. Yeah. You know, all of this stuff, like I, I get all of that. I just think in the end it doesn't matter because the, he doesn't have the horses. Same thing as the same thing as Pittsburgh right now. The same thing as like he has never lost the rookie quarterbacks against Belichick. And maybe they they should have covered or maybe they could have won that game, but they didn't. And I think that it, especially without Gilmore, man, so, yeah. like I, you're going to have double digs, I guess. I don't think it's necessarily going to matter. And if it does, then you're going to have Cole Beasley have the big game. And if not, then Josh Allen is going to run all over. Remember, them, like, though, J.C. Jackson's mad. OK, I, he had eight picks and didn't make the Pro Bowl. All right. He's you know, I, the, all that the narrative stuff, though, for me with this team doesn't matter because the narrative stuff has kind of been blown out of the water. Like Belichick is, if not the greatest coach of all time, then with the top two or whatever like that. But if he doesn't have the horses, he doesn't have the horses and you lost your best defensive player. Whoever, and it's not like maybe Jared Stidham is an upgrade over Cam Newton. He probably is. I, what does that matter? You know, at this point, like, right. who cares? That's not like, that's not saying much. You might be an upgrade over Cam Newton at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, Damian Harris may be back. I mean, there's... yeah, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind. I mean, I, I'm, I sprinkled on it when at seven, which is where right. it is. Cause I, I really think that this is a game that bills are going to win by double digits at this point, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not pushing for it in the contest because I do know a, you've been, you know, kind of generally speaking, fading the bills all year. And number two, it's your team. So I trust, you know, your insight into the team more than my own. So I'm fine <laughs> to put that on the maybe, but it's much more of a, if you talk to your guys, and again, that's what I love about doing this with you is that you will come in and have a side <laughs> when we do this. And yep. then you'll, you'll talk to other people. You'll talk, you'll get as much information as possible. And sometimes you'll switch. So if you switch, I'd be willing to put it in. But for now, let, let's put it to the side. Any other team that you're looking at this week that you like or have a lean on? If not, we'll just go through the rest of the game, see if there's something. I mean, the only other game that that I've been kind of kicking around in my head, and I've kind of been like, do I really want to go ahead and back them? And I'm not entirely comfortable even, you know, coming out and saying it, is that I think the Titans might beat the Packers. And I just, I, I, I think, because the Titans, you mentioned the race, right? The Titans need this game. Yeah. They've got to keep pace. They've got to keep their lead. I mean, I just, I do the Packers really need this game? I mean, like, do, well, that yeah, they need the buy, right? I mean, there's. I mean, okay, still... if, if yeah, if they want the buy, okay, but and I don't know how much teams really want. I mean, yes, the buy would be nice. What do you but, mean, man? You need that buy? Yeah, okay, but I, I don't know. I, do, I, I just, I, as I said, I'm kind of like going yeah. back and forth. But like, uh, it, it did jump when I was going through. It did kind of jump off the table, off off the screen, going. Man, it's it's an interesting number. I'm getting three and a half on the Titans against the Packers. Can I mean they play cold weather football? That's what they do. Right. <laughs> I mean, they, they ultimately in the NFL they are the cold weather team in a lot of ways, where they can just line up and run the ball at you. And I and and the Packers have such a horrific run defense. Look what happened against the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, it was I mean all Dalvin Cook all day. So do they make the mistake of playing six DBs again? Probably not. But you do have good receivers that they could be worried about in the same way they were worried about stopping Thielen for the Vikings, you know, stopping A.J. Brown's Corey Davis had a monster game last week, as you yep. had it in, the, in, in your projections. Yep. When one of your props was Corey Davis. Mm -hmm. I just think that hook at three and a half looks interesting. 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think the Titans are probably the right side because I, I don't see this as a game that the Packers, it's going to be cold. You know, it's going to be really cold. I don't see this as a a monstrous, explosive offensive day necessarily for the Packers. And the Packers are as vulnerable against the run as, you know, pretty much any other team. And in a cold sort of scenario, you can give Derrick Henry the ball 35 times and you're going to be able to put up points and keep the game close and everything like that. I don't hate it. I, you know, I don't love it because I, I just, I don't have a great feel for this game. And I think I'm still scarred a little bit by the game that you had so perfectly nailed, which was that Browns game where the Browns destroyed the Titans, absolutely destroyed them. Makes me a little nervous here as to what are we going to see when the Titans face a real team with like a real offense like the Packers. But I'll put it on the maybe list. I I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And I do think that's the right side with the hook. So uh, I'll do that. All right. Let's go through the rest of the games here. Okay. I mean, I have a couple of couple of minor thoughts. Let's start with the. Let me just make sure I haven't missed any. Nope, I've gone through all those. How about the Bucks laying nine and a half to the Lions in Detroit? What do you make of that team in Tampa? Like, what do you make of these guys? I just don't like their offense. Yeah, I just. I mean, I teased them down last week, so I got it right. But yep. They were down big to oh, the yeah. Falcons. Yep. I mean, they had to come all the way back on the road. Their second half was totally different than their first half. And I they I thought that they would go into the bye, change things up, have yeah. a new offense, right. come out of the bye week and be, you know, a dink and dunk team like Brady wants to be. Now they did make Scotty Miller a bigger part of the offense. Mm-hmm. So that's important. So I'm glad to see that. But they've got him running fly patterns. He's, he's not running slants. Right. He's running go routes. Right. So, like, I don't know what to make of this Bucks team. I need them to win it because I've got them to win 10 games. Yeah. So I have a bet on them to win 10 games. So I yeah. need them to win this game here today. But, man, I just, yikes, it's tough to get behind them. Yeah. I, I think, you know, probably, you know, not to make any excuses for them because that was a pretty – Pretty dismal effort, but I think, you know, Ronald Jones to me, especially in the passing game is just an upgrade over Leonard Fournette. So I think probably the, the, you know, the running back out of the backfield made a difference. I don't think Ronald Jones is supposed to play in this game. I I think there's right there's out. So you've got that. It's just, uh, first of all, I don't know for sure that Stafford is playing in this game. I mean, Stafford is basically good, you know, kudos to the guy who's as tough as they come playing through it. But, you know, Galladay's still going to be out, of course, if it's Chase Daniel. I Everything to me says, like, if I have to pick a side, I'm going with the Bucks under double digits. Like, I will take that because, again, you can do whatever you want against Detroit, at, at, you know, from an offensive standpoint. I mean, you've yeah. got the three receivers. You've still got Gronk. You can run the ball. They should be able to do whatever they want. So I do think that the Bucks are probably the right side. But, yeah, you watch them. And the way they came out against Atlanta, that was just an abysmal game so i think the i don't Bucks know how much prob- you know what's funny i don't know how much fun brady's having yeah watching watching him on the sidelines this is when brady normally gets to be brady right in december yeah. is when yeah. he starts to really like to you start to feel it you watch him and you're like man you watch the confidence and you watch how he carries himself you watch the swag come out of brady it never really happens until december in the postseason right and i don't see it out of him I see a lot of frustration. I see a lot of concern. I see a lot of just trepidation and almost, you know, being annoyed at what's happening. And I think he knows they're not that good of a football team. Yeah, they're not that good of a football team. Now, I'm not even saying that they 
they don't have a chance to get to the Super Bowl because they could get on a run. They have horses. They have a strong defense. They're just not playing very well at the moment. And I I think it is frustrating. And Brady is not playing very well at the moment either. So it's frustrating for them. But yeah, I think they're the right side at nine and a half. But I'm not really I'm I'm not I'm not pushing to put it in the contest by any means. Eagles laying two and a half to the Cowboys in Dallas. If I was going to bet it, it's the Eagles because I was on Jalen Hurts last week at plus yep. six, and it was a brutal loss. Oh, I, I, mean, I know, just a brutal. brutal. I was there that, too. That was that was just ugh, yeah horrid. But I I think Jalen Hurts is something. I really do, and I just the, the only reason why I'm not backing it is because I don't think the Eagles as a football team are that good. <laughs> I think they're going to be such a public play. I, yeah. I think right because Hurts is like the type of play that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to back this guy yep. under a field goal. The Cowboys are not as bad as I think people make them out to be their defense playing a little bit better so yeah. i do like the eagles as well but i think that the public nature of it and the team just generally speaking pushes me off it a little bit so yep. it's a game that i do think that if i had to bet it would be the eagles but not there so this is interesting what do you think this is the christmas game i believe the saints link seven and a half to the vikings in new orleans hate the hook yeah looked at it hate the seven hate and it. a half if it was six and a half, I'd be all over New Orleans. But yes, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my concern. Backdoor. It just... Oh, if I if I had to go somewhere, I'd go with the Vikings at seven okay. and a half. I, I I don't want it. I like yeah. I, the Vikings I, have a. The Vikings have now entered the um put the black line through them yes. phase of betting for me. I am not backing the Vikings after what happened last week. That was my play it. of the week. Yep. Uh, I was all in that. I thought I had that game perfectly correct. And they made they made Trubisky look good again, and yep. I I just don't understand. Dalvin Cook didn't run as hard as I thought he was going to, and that team when they get down, they don't know how to come from behind. Yeah, like you go up seven nothing, you go up ten nothing, it's almost over. Like it's yep. just they they just don't come back on anybody. Yep. Yeah, I I I think having a black line through them is the perfect way to put them because yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's probably value on them at seven and a half. There's no way I'm backing them, but I don't know what I'm going to see from them week to week yeah. at all so yeah i agree let's stay away wonderful cardinals laying your favorite number five and a half to the 49ers in arizona if i had to back it i would take san francisco yeah but i don't like it because i don't like backing nick mullins and it's not I, nick mullins oh nick sorry mullins, it's even worse right cj bethard now yeah mullins it's even worse done. Right. yeah mullins it, mullins needs tommy john surgery i think actually yeah it's even worse yeah it's right cj bethard yeah yeah because he he came out of that game and his, his elbow was funk was, was funky and he was like yeah. flexing now it's really bad it. yeah yeah it was it didn't look good kittle may um, return okay, that's a possibility they're well, saying yeah i mean I, I just think running the football against the cardinals is how you beat them yeah and i think most of it should play right no he's out Oh, okay. he's on IR now, my friend. He's done. You've got Jeff Wilson and, uh, you know, I guess Derek McKinnon, maybe Tevin Coleman, who's also banged up. So you've got Jeff Wilson and you've got maybe George Kittle and you've got Brandon Ayuk and that's it. Yeah, maybe you just talk me into the Cardinals if I had to. <laughs> well, it can't okay. be. It's five and a half. It's Peralta's. Of- no, I wouldn't touch it. I'm not touching this game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. I, yeah. I, I don't like, I mean, the Cardinals are, are a team that in terms of coaching, I think Cliff Kingsbury hasn't adja- adapted nearly enough as he should have. He's had his system in place, and they run the same thing every week. Yep. And like some weeks it works, and some weeks it doesn't. And like it's it's if I was a Cardinal fan, I'd be concerned about that. That he seems like he's a one trick pony, and if Murray's yeah. not doing magic with his feet, 
they can't win. Yeah. Like they, they need him to run the football and pick up yeah. first downs. And then Hopkins last week was incredible. Oh, he was just amazing. Absolutely incredible amazing. against the Eagles. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you have a guy like that making incredible catches and plays and touchdown catches that shouldn't be made. And okay, fine. That's how you win games. But yeah. I, I, yeah, it's too, it's too many yep. unknowns for me. I don't like it. I, I just don't. I, I really don't. I don't have faith in the Cardinals yet. And the 49ers as beat up as they are, their defense is, you know, still, you know, as healthy essentially as it's been, you know, and they're, they'll put up a fight and I just, I don't want to touch it. I'm with you. So how about the gross? I mean, you can't want this game either side. Texans laying eight and a half to the Bengals in here. There's no way. It's just, I won't watch it. It's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Stay stay completely away from it. If you're betting that game, stop listening. I'm just kidding. You can still listen to the podcast, but yeah, neither. I don't want any part of it, no matter what. Chargers laying three and a half to the Broncos in Los Angeles. Look, look, this is a, this is one of those games where if we were going to play game theory, okay, yeah. no one's going to pick this game. Yeah, This game will be on like 5% right. of the picks. No right. one's going to go near it. You take the Chargers at home against the Broncos and you hope that the, they they play hard and you hope that Herbert goes back to where he was because he wants to win the, the Offensive Rookie of the Year award. So he wants to put up big numbers. Right. If we played game theory, it would be Chargers in my mind. Yeah, I think that that's right. I don't want to play it though. Okay. Like, there's no way. There's no way. Get out of my get out of my feet. I don't want this game. Yeah, it's it's gross. It, it is gross. I don't. I, I just don't want to touch it. it. It's not a. I don't feel comfortable back in the Chargers. I don't feel comfortable back in the Broncos. I don't feel comfortable at all. Washington laying two and a half to the Panthers in Washington. So this is the revenge game, right? And if you believe in revenge games, you would take Washington here. It's. It's hard to do so, just given where their offense is right now. And, uh, I mean... We don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback. Correct. The, the <laughs> Dwayne Haskins going to do a strip club story is pretty significant. Yeah. And, I mean, Gibson's not going to play. I doubt it. So, I mean, I don't know how you back Washington, but you would. I would back Washington if I was going to back anybody. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, Washington would be... This one, by the way, is a legitimately... So... You know, the bet analyzer, I look and you can see, generally speaking, you know, the percentage of, of people who put in picks where they are on a side. Not a single person has put in a pick yet for this game. And I guess that's probably because of the quarterback situation. Right. But it's just not a game that I'd want to go near because either way, I just don't. I, it's just Washington has a legitimate defense. If I knew yes. Alex Smith was starting, maybe, yes. maybe I'd feel comfortable with them. But for now, let's stay away. Because this that's game's on it. Sunday, right? Yes, this game's on Sunday. So, I mean, like, this could be one of those games by the time we get to yeah. Sunday morning. Yep. That the number has shifted so much that there's, like, an incredible value on Washington. Because yep. this thing popped up. You know, we had to put these lines out on Wednesday before we knew. So, if Haskins that out... That might be a game theory one, though, Matt. Like, that's where I could see game theory going. Like, the Steelers this weekend, right? Yeah. That line came out, I think, before you knew that Ryan Finley was going to be the starter. Right. And the line, I think, ballooned after that for Ryan Finley to be the starter. Correct. And there was a ton. That's why I told you when we were talking and I looked at that, how many people had picked Pittsburgh and I said, root for Cincinnati to cover the 12 and a half point spread. Cause I think when it closed, it might've been at like 15 or something yep. like that. Right. Yep. So that's where you would say, here's a line that's locked in, in the contest that then shifts. I think that is where game theory could play where Correct. you'd be like, everybody's then going to be in on Washington Let's just avoid it and hope for that upset if we have other games we like. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right. So here's what we've got, Matt. We both like the Rams plus one and a half 
from the Seahawks. So that is in the Jaguars plus seven and a half from the Browns, uh, uh, from the Bears, I'm sorry, and the Browns minus nine and a half to the Jets. So those are three that were definitely, and we got a bunch of other possibles. I like the Ravens minus ten and a half to the Giants. Okay. Are you good with that? Yep. All right. So we've got that one. And then we've got four uh, <laughs> others that are under consideration. And that is the Raiders getting three and a half from the Dolphins. The Falcons getting ten and a half from the Chiefs. The Bills laying seven and a half to the Patriots. But that one's not really there. And the Titans getting three and a half from the Packers. I think if I would choose, and I mentioned it, it would be the Falcons getting the ten and a half. And I like sort of the mix of heavy favorites and heavy dogs in this one. Like there's a lot of <laughs> more than a touchdown, but I'd leave it to you to what you want. All right. So what is the current line for Falcons chiefs? I don't have it in front of me. Do you? Yeah. Let me pull it up. I think it's, uh, 11. It is. Wait, where is it? Where is it right now? Uh, sorry. Hold on everybody. This is great. Uh, it's 10 and a half still. That's where it is. It's ten and a half still. All right. Yeah, so it hasn't moved one way or another. So this number opened in Vegas. Uh, opening number was twelve and a half. So the really? money's the yes. Yeah, so the money's coming in. It's now ten and a half. So the money came in on the Falcons. So there's you, no I, way the Falcons are going to be a public play, though, right? No, but what I'm what I mean by looking at that is that first line movement is professional. Yeah. So the the money comes in first line move professional. Mm -hmm. Then there's closing line value, which is professionals at the end as to where the number actually closes. So opening mm -hmm. line value and closing line value. So opening line value would say the right side is the Falcons, but we're getting a worse number than the opening line value. Yep. So there's money coming in on Atlanta, and over ten and a half, it feels like Atlanta's the side. My only question would be why has this number stopped? So yeah. it's, only, it's a Wednesday, so maybe the number comes in and we see over 10 and a half, the number comes in. But in terms of the four games that we've listed, yep. getting over 10 and a half, get, well, getting over 10, going to 10 and a half is the most attractive, let me yeah. say that, of yeah. a number. All right. So look, here's the deal. It's Wednesday, as we've said. We've got a lot more work to do to sort of get as much information as possible. And again, you've got, especially with COVID, where you've got random yeah. players suddenly sitting out and stuff like that. Or, these or definitely could clubs. change. But let's pencil <laughs> them in then. Let's pencil it in here. Let's get, we got a lot of, we got, oh my God, we got three, uh, three numbers that are bordering around 10. We've got one over seven. Four of our five picks have lines over seven and a half. So I like that. All right. So here's what our pencil it. Rams getting one and a half from the Seahawks. Jaguars getting seven and a half from the Bears. Browns laying nine and a half to the Jets. Ravens laying ten and a half to the Giants. And the Falcons getting ten and a half from the Chiefs. I kind of like those, Matt. And I also think that we have a few other games that I'd be willing to go with. Like, I could see going with the Titans if okay. we really went to. I could see you talking me to the Raiders. I didn't think so at the time, but I could see about it. And if maybe people will talk you into the Bills laying seven and a half, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel all right with this. This okay. is okay. I, I like your theory of big dogs and big favorites. I, yeah. I, again, if we were going to, I would rather have three to two dogs to favorites, which we do. Yep. So I, I, I like the fact that we're going more with underdogs here yep. in week 16. Mm -hmm. It's just generally speaking, the public has watched enough. The public starts laying favorites even heavier in right. 17 and 18. Yeah. In week 16, 17, rather. Yep. So I'm going, 
I, I, I like, I like these picks right now. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. Very good. All right. So that's it. So just to be clear, this is the last week of the DraftKings contest. It only runs through week 16. Matt, your other two contests continue, right? Through week yes, 17? Correct. Now, regardless of the contest, we're still going to be here. We'll just be talking the game and not putting them into contests or we can... Maybe we'll come up with some fun game that we can start, have a little competition or something to, to do our best bets or something like that. But we will be here every week for this. We'll do the postseason. We'll have all the good things going. Maybe we'll get creative with some teasers and some two-team teasers, which is the Peralt two-team teasers, my favorite teasers. 11 and 6 up. on the year. Yeah. You got a good one for this weekend? You got it up? You'll give it on the juice? Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to do a... I'm, my theory is when there's more than one game on a day, I do yeah. it. Okay. So, like, I've got Christmas. I've got Saturday... I've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. I'll have teasers in all three days on the juice. Well, Friday, there's only one game though, right? I thought there was more than one on Friday. Only one? No, I think Friday is just the Saints and the Vikings, and then three three on Saturday, and then the rest on Sunday. So the NFL isn't going to go head-to-head with the NBA, huh? That's smart, I guess. Eh, Whatever, man. Whatever. They dominate. So then Saturday, Sunday, will be there'll be one each. One one Saturday, one Well, nothing will beat your two-team Bills down to basically a pick and the Packers down to two or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, I I was talking to a bookmaker friend of mine who was like, "Uh, how much money did you put on that? I was (laughs) like, why? He's like, whatever you did, you should have put four times what you put on it. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, that that was the game. I've been looking already for this week. The lines are sharp. I mean, at, at this point in the season, the lines are really good, so... Uh, I haven't found one that I really like, but that one, I remember when you recommended yeah. it, I was like, oh yeah. Everybody, oh, ki- every, like uh, literally everyone I knew had that yeah. teaser. That was All like right. the autoplay teaser. Well, we'll get creative here as we go in. But again, thanks for listening. Check out the Daily Juice if you want more of Matt's picks. He's, uh, you know, everybody, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you listen to Daily Juice because you're a smart gambler. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll be back as always next week, probably on Thursday again, doing it normally. But until then, good luck with all your wagers this weekend. 